what entrepreneurship gives people is the ultimate freedom. What we're really doing is giving people their freedom back. What is going on, futurists? This is Michael Sakan, founder and host of Our Future, the premium content destination for you, the young business leader, to unlock your future every single week. And today, we have a super exciting entrepreneurship episode, and you'll be learning from not one, but two people. Michael Mara, the founder and CEO of Entra, and Ryan Solomon, head of digital marketing at Entra as well, about how they're building the LinkedIn for entrepreneurs, and so much more than that. I mean, Entra combines social networking, e-learning, even business software to give entrepreneurs the one-stop shop platform to achieve all their goals. Seriously, Entra wants to be the one platform entrepreneurs need to succeed. Their platform hosts a thriving community of over 20,000 active users. It's really crazy how aggressively they've grown their platform and how successful it's been early on. It's really hard to build a community and these guys have spearheaded it. Mike and the team have raised over 60K so far in a crowdfunding campaign as well, getting their users to really have a stake in this. So I'm super excited to bring you this interview. Let's dive into this exciting founder story. What's going on here? You guys got like a house to you know, get the entrepreneurial yeah. energy. Um, so, uh, yeah, we got a spot down here in, in Florida in Panama city okay. and cool little work spot for a couple months to no, hang you guys, out. You guys are following the, uh, following the mass, man. Everyone's talking about how Silicon yeah. Valley is moving over to Florida. Michael, why don't you give me a 30 second pitch on where you're from, how you see the world and then follow that up, Ryan. Yeah, sure. So I'm from Pittsburgh, uh, once college Dayton, Ohio, uh, got a job back in Pittsburgh, uh, as an engineer and then got into all this entrepreneurship stuff, spent some time in Miami, uh, for a little over a year, getting into real estate and, and everything. And then, uh, moved back to Pittsburgh in 2017 to start building out this community of entrepreneurs. So 2017, wow. It's evolved a little bit. It originally started as millennial entrepreneur group and then later evolved into Entra. There's a lot of people who want to get into entrepreneurship, but don't know how, and they don't have a supportive community or support system around them to yeah. help. And they're kind of just off on their own trying to figure it out to follow up about the supportive nature of entrepreneurship. I have been so blessed to have met other people on the internet during COVID who are building podcasts, building media brands. And we meet, we're you in Clubhouse, we're talking, we're bouncing ideas off each other. Entrepreneurship is hard and it's great to have people who support you. So Ryan, why don't exactly. you give me a 30 second pitch uh, about who you are and where you came from? Yeah, so obviously still, uh, obviously also from Pittsburgh, uh, I graduated from Penn State actually just uh, like a month ago or so, which is exciting. Oh, wow. okay. So I'm done with that. Um, and then my freshman year at Penn State, I was looking for internships and I came across Me Group and they needed somebody who did social media and video. And that was two things I was really good at. I was running Instagram pages at the time. And then also I'm a magician on the side as well. So I was doing I saw like that. video content. Yeah, <laughs> I was doing Damn, video content. When are you going to bring the rabbit out of the hat, man? Is there a rabbit in that hat right there? Right, yeah, right <laughs> behind, right here. Yeah, that's pretty so, tight fit right there. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I was doing that. And then I joined the team and really didn't know anything about tech, startups, venture capital, entrepreneurship, really, beyond just like the little knowledge I had around you know, social media. Um, and then I was editing tons of content for for the team and it's all about the content 
mm-hmm. creating tons and tons of content. I mean, that's the thing. Like you didn't have experience with startups. You just dove right into this awesome business. So back to you, Michael. Uh, what is the vision for this platform you've built? And is it correct to call it LinkedIn for entrepreneurs? I mean, it's, you know, kind of, kind of, kind of crummy, but tell me. You know, it's the easiest way to describe it to people who, you know, aren't necessarily uh, super familiar with, with tech and startups and whatnot. And you want to simplify things as much as possible. So that, that's an easy way to describe it. Uh, and, and yeah, I mean, we're starting with entrepreneurs and, you know, the, the word entrepreneur means a lot of different things um, nowadays. So, we're not necessarily just focused on startup and technology companies, right? That that's what we do a lot of, and that's important to us, but the majority of entrepreneurs don't even want to build a billion dollar company. They want to do something, whether it's a podcast like this, an e-commerce store, a blog, and just uh, a something. small business and, and do something mm-hmm. on their own, make some money, be financially independent, make a couple hundred thousand dollars, a million dollars, six, seven, eight figures, sure. Right. And it's giving them the place and the tools and the resources and the community to come together as well. So Entra, the the real goal of what we're building, number one, is building the largest network of entrepreneurs. But as we grow, we're building the only platform entrepreneurs will need, meaning not only the networking and the community and the social aspect of it, which is what we're focused on now but the education, the software, the tools they need also to start and grow a business as well as we scale. So when you think of a platform, you don't really think of the Krabby Patty formula, right? You don't think of IP, you don't think of intellectual property, but what would you say are the ingredients, the unique ingredients of the Entre platform? First and foremost, yeah, it, it's the without the community, the culture, and uh, really like, if, if to put it, simply like the vibe that you experience, whether it's on the app or at the events or whatever, that's, that's how, what determines everything. Right. So, and if you look into most of them and their advice, Jeff Bezos, Jack Ma, a lot of people, they always talk about the customer experience, right. And understanding that and making sure the customer's happy and focusing on the customer and being obsessed with the customer. And in our case, it's not necessarily the customer, it's the entrepreneur, it's the Mm -hmm. user. So our whole focus, everything that drives everything that we're doing on a daily basis is how can we create the best possible user experience for entrepreneurs, period. So Ryan, has has collecting feedback on this platform been a big part of your job as someone who's spearheading a lot of, uh, you know, external relations and uh, attention? A hundred percent. So that's actually one of my big roles is, is just literally networking with everyone on the platform. So I've been connecting with every single person and then getting on calls too. Like there's been a couple of days where I've had like five to 10 calls throughout the day of just me getting on a call and getting to know them better and explain to them what the future is, where we are now. And it's really cool because a lot of them understand since they are entrepreneurs, they understand how early we are in our journey. So even if they do see a bug or something, they might just be like, Oh, this makes sense. And I know you're going to fix it. Right. Yeah. And they're also to that point, it's because we actually care about our users. Like mm-hmm. that's the difference. Like Facebook doesn't give a shit about anybody. No. Uh, we actually care about who we're talking with. And like, I'll even have follow-up, like people will get some like follow-up messages or DMS or emails, like sure. thanking me for my time. I like the authenticity you guys bring to this platform. I think the one thing that about LinkedIn is there's a lot of imposter syndrome there's a lot of these big influencers coming out talking about, you know, raising 10, 20, 30 million dollars, getting on the cover of Forbes. 
And to go back to your point, Michael, that is not what entrepreneurship is. You know, in many cases, entrepreneurship is people trying to own something, birth their own vision into the world, and not necessarily be hanging out with the guys at Sequoia Capital, right? Right. Um, and do you think that's one of the main drivers for, for you starting the platform? It was getting away from the kind of content that was on LinkedIn? Yeah, I mean, I think if you look at the content that's on LinkedIn right now, and just the people that are on there, it, it's not... I mean, first and foremost, it's not designed for entrepreneurs. It was built to be a people directory and to help people get jobs and, mm. and, and, and basically put their resume online. That's really the intent and what LinkedIn is useful for. Recently, they started to focus on content because everything's becoming content and they're trying to do things to make them more of a content platform. But mm -hmm. the majority of people, media platform, right? The majority of people under 30 don't even use LinkedIn unless they're looking for a job, right? They're actually making more business relationships. They're actually networking and creating more business opportunities on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, and now Clubhouse, right? So what you're seeing is the the platform that is the only business social network, if you want to call it that, isn't really being used for that at the early stages for entrepreneurs. LinkedIn's great if you're in B2B, if you're looking for lead generation, if you're sure. in sales, if you're in recruiting, or if you're hiring. Besides that, it's not really that mm -hmm. valuable. I, I, I do think there is value in the whole building in public trend. You know, for, sure. for me, I, I build in public. I'm a very public facing person. I get in front of the camera. I'm a very oh. public facing person, but not yeah, everybody is like that with their business. And they don't feel comfortable putting themselves out there in front of thousands of people on LinkedIn. For me, I'm in media, right? So it's just thousands and thousands of views, thousands and thousands of impressions of general awareness, hoping to get those subscribers, you know, those listeners to come to my core product, my bottom of funnel, a lot of brushes with people. But I think you're correct in that the feedback that I've gotten from a lot of young people is that they're not comfortable being on LinkedIn, right? It is a huge environment and there's a lot of scammy sales pitches everywhere you go. So I do see the potential for your platform. And it does seem like community building is like the trend of 2020. It, it, it's hard to do, but you guys have just hit 10,000 users. So I'd give you guys, give you guys, give you guys a back, pat on the back. How did you get those people into your platform? Yeah. So I mean, I think some of this is more to some of the stuff Michael did previously before to prior to launch. Uh, like he touched on, like the events we were hosting. So pre-COVID, we were hosting events in New York, Pittsburgh, Philly, DC, Chicago, uh, twelve different cities across the U.S. And what that allowed us to do is build up strategic relationships with different co-working spaces, VCs, people who spoke at our events, tons of really incredible people. And at the same time, build up a really big email list. And these people all understood what our bigger vision was beyond just the events. Uh, so even before we launched publicly in October, we had like a thousand people signed up for beta. Um, so that was one-tenth of the 10,000. And actually right now we're, 19, we just crossed users. over 19. Wow. Um, so we're making some really big progress. Yeah. And TikTok, I think we're probably gonna get into it a little bit, but TikTok's been a great a great way to do that. Awesome, um, yeah. It's been super, super helpful, especially because of just how much, like you talked about, you got 65,000 views on one of your videos, like that, it's videos awesome. like that. I mean, it's just general so brand awareness. You're, you're hitting a lot yeah. of people. What is your advice to a startup 
that wants to create t- content on TikTok to raise awareness for itself? I think there's really like two avenues you can go, or you can kind of take like a mix of both. Um, I think one I need to touch on more for myself. Um, so you can either A, use it sort of as a blog. So if you think about a blog on somebody's website, it's like content that they're searching um, that you want to come up in Google rankings for. So if you search like how to do marketing, you want to, in your marketing sure. agency, you want to have the best blog, right? That way it brings you into the funnel. Uh, for us, what I've been doing is I've been covering tech startups, entrepreneurship. So this yep. business just raised this. Yeah, much the money. dollar, the dollar uh, signs, the dollar signs will cash people. Things the billions, the trillions. It does. It does. It really does. Like that first hook saying like this company just spent $50 billion to do X, Y, Z. It's huge. Um, so like, that's kind of like the blog aspect of it. And the second part is like storytelling. So if you can actually say like, this is how I'm going to build a business for the next six months. And you're going to follow along with the journey and being able to tell the story of you building this business. And people will actually like, even if they don't see, like, you know, you might post one video and you know, somebody in your audience sees it one day. And then like a week later, they see the next video. Uh, even though there was a couple of videos in between, they're still getting like that progress. Awesome. Update and seeing yeah. The growth. Yeah. I mean, for us, TikTok's been, TikTok's been big. And I, I think a lot of it, is just putting in the work too yeah, and right. putting out content. Um, as far as or as far as organic reach, right? Like TikTok's the best. IG Reels is is up there. YouTube Shorts has actually really? been has actually been good for us too. Um, yeah, and then Clubhouse recently has been great. I mean, I've built uh, a pretty solid following Perfect. on there and Perfect. connected with some pretty high profile people. Um, and then Twitter has been, you know, actually pretty like steadily, uh, growing really well. And Twitter's good if you're in tech and like, you're trying to raise capital and get in front of VCs and build those relationships too. Uh, because they'll start to see you, they'll at least recognize you and your company and check you guys out and, and things like that as well as you grow, um, from a fundamental like business standpoint and just like growing awareness, um, you know, you want to really focus in uh, the product is so, so important. If your product is shit, like, and you, you do a ton of marketing, you have the best brand in the world, but your product mm-hmm. sucks that nothing else matters. You know, we really understand the pain points of entrepreneurs. We've interacted with them in person with our events, we've acted them online. You know, we talk with and work with entrepreneurs all day, every day. So it's really just understanding you know, your audience really, really well, sure. and then giving them what they want. So you guys are in the middle of a WeFunder campaign. How much are you trying to raise? And why should someone invest in Entra? Right now, the campaign's going to be open for probably another couple months. Um, and we can raise up to a million on this, um, on, on this round, right? It depends on how things go, whether we'll, depending on if we uh, have conversation. We're having conversations right now about you know, also doing the seed round too. So we might end the campaign early, but we wanted we wanted to do this because we want our users in our yeah. community to actually be part of the company, rather than us just raising money from sure. the same yeah. old rich white guys from Silicon Valley. It's a ben and Jerry's move, we, small town of Vermont. Everybody got a piece of the pie. Right. I love it. So that's important to us, like fundamentally. Um, and if people are interested, you know, we want people to understand the potential and where we're going and be part of this new movement and this part of this future of work, what we're building. 
and, you know, just giving back and helping entrepreneurs and giving them support and helping people actually control their own destiny, create what they want to build in the world. And what I love about your platform is people can connect, it's authentic, and they can lean on each other uh, to achieve their dreams. And I, I think entrepreneurship is one of the most noble things a person can do with their time. There's, there's all this talk about the imbalance of power in the world, but as an entrepreneur, you own everything you do. You're not controlled by anything. Everything you create belongs to you yourself. Can each of you give a little thing about what you kind of learned throughout this journey? Like I said, like I didn't know a whole lot about tech and startups until I joined and I was editing all of this content. Like before, before I was on TikTok, I was editing all of our video content and I just learned everything about tech startups, definitely on venture capital. I didn't know anything about term sheets. I didn't know anything about valuation. And then I'd say the future. I mean, I guess you could probably like touch on that because we've got a lot of, a lot of big goals, but I think we can definitely hit hundred K users. I think, I think that's a, I think it's an easy milestone, but I think we can definitely get more. The first goal is the the next goal, right? That we have to hit. So the next goal is 100K users. We might hit that in the next couple of months. We might hit that at the end of 2021. Um, you know, that that's first and foremost. Next then would be a million, right? And, you know, there's over 500 million entrepreneurs in the world. We already have users from 150 different countries. So we know this is a global phenomenon, right? We know this is something that, you know, people are interested around the world. And like you, like you were saying, what entrepreneurship gives people is the ultimate freedom. You're not really free if you have a job and you have to be somewhere at a certain time and do a certain task, you know, have to wait for someone else to pay you, right? That that's not, you're not really free at all, right? So what we're really doing is giving people their freedom back. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Michael Mara and Ryan Solomon sharing their vision for building the ultimate online community platform for entrepreneurs. I really love how they describe it through the lens of, of liberation, right? You're not truly free if you're working for someone else. If you'd like to join Entra, you can sign up at joinentra.com. It's super easy. The community is very supportive and I highly recommend checking out the content Ryan posts to their TikTok page at Join Entra. Just really good business stuff. Get your brain moving. It's a nice break from all the dancing. Hope you guys have an outstanding weekend and make sure to tell a friend A-Y-P-O-F. Are you part of our future? And also to leave me a review on Apple Podcasts really helps the show grow. That's new. A-Y-P-O-F, but we're still ending with Stay Frosty. Peace out, guys.